0: Welcome back to the episode of Too Many Men. Tony Picanich, Eric Johnson, Zach Riley, Tyler Dyes, Tom Picanich here after a exciting, beautiful week one of football capped off perfectly by Raiders-Ravens last night. First game in Las Vegas with fans. Just an absolutely gorgeous week, and we're going to break down the games. we got power tiers for week two. We got, our, we got power tiers going into week two, our picks for week two. Just an absolutely great week of football. And Trish, you told me earlier today, you fell asleep last night thinking the Ravens had won.
1: Oh, yeah. So I I was watching the game last night, sitting in my hotel room, just had the game on. I guess I must have dozed off while the game was on. But while I was watching, I'm like, oh, the Ravens got this pretty handedly. They were up at that time by like two touchdowns, I think. And, and then I wake up, and it was like 1.30 in the morning because the TV was still on that woke me up. So I shut it off. I checked the score. And the Ravens fucking lost. I was like, well, wait a minute.
2: It was
3: a hell was of a fourth quarter.
0: It, it was a wild – it was a hell of an overtime.
3: Yeah. How about us picking the Raiders to win that game, by the way? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was, Let's go. I was sitting Never there. Down.
0: When they were on the one, like two plays before – Car through the interception in the end zone right before the false start on Leatherwood, and I'm looking at Tom. I'm like, the Raiders still might lose this game because nobody, nobody can collapse like the formerly Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. Them yep. and the Bills and the Browns, not not just, not the
1: Raiders.
3: A John Gruden coached team,
0: even that. I mean, no, the, you saw it through the Hugh Jackson era. You saw it through every single era in Raiders football outside of John Madden. Lane
3: Kiffin.
0: The, the, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, Off table. But like, it's just it follows the Raiders around. It's like death. It just follows the Raiders, and that's the mystique that is the Las Vegas Raiders. I guess you could just be trash at any moment, or you could go out there and Derek Carr could throw for four hundred fifty yards, be the leading passer in the National Football League after Week One, and you know look like you figured out all your offensive problems. No. Offensive line wasn't that bad.
2: No, it wasn't. I was shocked at how both well defenses that line showed was up, too. Up.
3: Yeah,
0: granted, when the offensive line was bad, it was really bad for the Raiders. It was no it was penalties, it was holds, it was getting to the quarterback like that, but it held up for I would say 95% of the game, especially when it mattered. But let's take a look at week one. We'll go through the scores for every game, break it down a little bit. Uh, no breakdown here. Tampa beat Dallas 31-29. That was on Thursday night. We talked about it. Start off with the first Sunday game. We got the Houston Texans beating the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. And I want to take credit. I've, I called this. Yeah. I called this. I had bet Texans' money line. I had bet them plus three. There was no way an Urban Meyer-led Jacksonville Jaguars was going to go into Houston and win this game. And I was talking to my friend Landon, who lives in Kansas, about it. And he's like, I just don't have faith in a Tyrod Taylor led team in this situation, especially with that roster. And I said, Well, I have no faith in an Urban Meyer led team. That, that was the deciding fact. I do not like Urban Meyer as a National Football League head coach. Rumors swirling today that he could be taking the USC job. I think that's just a lot, of, a lot of fog around the NFL situation. I don't think Urban Meyer lasts more than one year there, though. I think this is a nice little experiment for him this season, but I don't think he comes back for a second season.
2: I feel like he's definitely more of a college coach. He definitely is. There's, there's, it's so hard to switch over from college to NFL. It's
0: a different, it's a different ballgame. I mean, yeah. You heard it in Hard Knocks. Um, Urban Meyer was talking to Mike McCarthy after their preseason game, before their preseason game. And he said, it's a lot different than college because there's no recruiting. I get to focus more on the football, which you think would be a pleasant change for him. But he has not been a guy in his past who likes to face any kind of adversity. Eric, you want to say something?
3: Yeah, so about Urban Meyer. Uh, so there's a rumor going around that he might be joining USC as their new head coach and resign from Jacksonville after one game. That's tough. That's being talked about. Now, with that said, USC fly, um, fired Clay Helton, and we might touch on that a little bit later on. But if Urban Meyer goes there after signing this giant contract what message is that sending to the players and the organization down in Jacksonville?
0: It, it gives a very bad taste in the mouth of Trevor Lawrence almost immediately into his NFL career. And that bad taste is going to t- come playing in Jacksonville. I, I do not like the ownership, the management group that they have in Jacksonville, but it shouldn't come after one game.
3: I was talking to John about this earlier, about the whole... Who's um, not here. Who's not here, who's currently working. Um, about the whole Urban Meyer thing, but we compared it to Bobby Petrino when he left Atlanta in 07. The thing is with Petrino, he did that week 13, week 14. This it's, is yeah, one game. No,
0: it's, it's never been anything like this. Next game we look at from Sunday, the Los Angeles Chargers beat the Washington football team 20-16, to 16, and perhaps the biggest news coming out of this is Ryan Fitzpatrick will be placed on injured reserve out six to eight weeks with a hip subluxation. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's when the actual ball of the hip is not completely in the socket. Ooh. That's a six- to eight-week injury. And Taylor Heineke is going to be the starting quarterback Thursday night for him. I wasn't impressed by either of these teams. It's a running theme for me. I was only impressed by two teams this week, and I wasn't impressed with the second team till after Monday night. No team really impressed me this weekend. You had Jameis Winston throwing five touchdowns. That didn't impress me. What? Because the other team played so
3: bad. Well, it also doesn't impress me when you only throw for 148 yards.
0: That is the lowest amount of yards a quarterback is thrown for while throwing for five touchdowns, I believe it's since 1948, which is just an insane amount of time.
3: Now, the other story coming out of Washington, though, was what happened in the stands.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, sewage leak. Just sewage raining down on that one row of people.
2: Oh, really, I would really. leave. I'd be out. And I'd, it's, so... I would
0: I would just start throwing hands. Uh, I yeah, don't care. Not...
2: <laughs> Anybody. So just Bring go up to the security guard and knock them out.
0: Oh, if I'm getting sewage dripped on me, I mean, all of a sudden, these hands are buy one, get one free. Uh, it's as simple as that. And <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to put up with it. after, Even after watching Washington lose. So Also, the Chargers were a, a pick for me to do some things this season. They got a lot of kinks to iron out. Justin Herbert didn't by any means look good, but he looked good enough to win, which is, I guess is what you need some
3: weeks. Although I will say the Washington defense is probably one of the best in the NFL, so I'll give him a pass for this one. But Yeah, even that, but I saw some clean pockets for Justin Herbert, and he's
0: missing throws low. A running theme this week, when quarterbacks were missing, a lot of quarterbacks weren't stepping fully into throws. A lot of offenses just look bad. I think that's, you know, they didn't play. Most of these offenses played no preseason snaps together. Most of them. And it showed. They look like, it. this looked like the fourth week of the preseason. It's just how it looked. Uh, next game we'll look at. This is an interesting game, the way it actually played out. Re- week one, Russell Wilson is unmatched in this league. They beat... The Indianapolis Colts, 28-16. to 16. And Zach, we talked about it earlier in the week that this is a game we weren't going to touch from a betting standpoint. Two and a half points, seemed like it could go either I way. I bet it.
2: Oh, you did bet it? I bet it. Oh, yeah. You Russell those... Wilson in the first couple of games, it was always a lock.
0: Seahawks minus two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, the Indianapolis Colts-led offense, not there. Yeah, no. Not there. Carson Wentz, Clearly, no tra- barely any training camp for him with the foot injury and COVID.
2: It I still wasn't don't think there. he's that good. I, I,
0: well, I, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can be a good quarterback in the right situation. It's just with no snaps in the preseason, barely any snaps in training camp. New team. Going up against a new team. A Seattle defense that's, yeah, not great. Definitely not a pushover. Jamal Adams had a decent game for him. Too much was stacked against him. If they would have open this year against, like, Jacksonville, might have been a different story. But instead, you got Seattle coming to town, and they made him look bad. I, Carson Wentz looked like he looked confused in the pocket. And a lot of that, you know, you don't have your pre-snap stuff because you don't have time to try it out and practice. this, that and the other thing. I expect him to look more crisp next week, but it, it's not an insanely promising start in Indy this year. And the same can be said for the whole AFC South, really, outside of the Houston Texans.
3: The first place, Houston Texans.
0: The first place, undefeated Houston Texans. i am telling you, I don't hate that offense. Danny Amendola caught a touchdown. You,
3: they picked him up midweek. You did say Zay Jones should have probably been a Houston Texan after he the... Did,
0: yeah, yeah I, I saw Zay Jones, and my first thought was, man, he's not a Texan. Every other wide receiver of that caliber, every other player of that caliber.
3: Is it bad that I... F- is him. it bad that I think Houston's 1-2-3 at running backs is probably the deepest in the league? It probably
0: is because you have three players that I don't know if they could step in on a team and be a number one, but they could definitely step in on a team and be a number two. You don't think well, – after the emergence of Tyson Williams last night for Baltimore, you don't think Baltimore want one of those three running backs?
3: You know who they probably want?
0: Mark Ingram. Yeah, it knows the offense. Seems like a simple addition. Although Tay Train looked good. He did. He did. Uh, all those. I, I was actually I was a little impressed by uh, the Baltimore offense, especially in their running back position.
1: Next Talk game. Talk about Tyson oh, go ahead, Williams. Hold on, sorry. You're just you're bringing him up. I had him in fantasy. I had no idea who he was. I Drafted him. He blew up. I loved that. I forget what league that's I had a him good, in, but I have. Him.
0: That's a good. Oh, it's definitely our big league, because that's a deep pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. I
1: think it's our big league.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next game we'll look at, we got Jets Panthers. Panthers oh, take love this, this one, game, nineteen to fourteen. I love this game because of betting reasons. I had it's, the Panthers it's... minus four and a half, and they missed that two point conversion at the end of the oh. game. The
3: Jets and oh my I, god! So I told John, I told John earlier today that Panthers minus four was a lock the minute Sam Darnold was traded to Carolina.
0: Yeah, listen, I the, again the offense didn't impress me, but. It was something to see Sam Darnold with some weapons that him and Robbie Anderson clearly have not lost that connection that they formed in the Jets days. Uh, Christian McCaffrey looks like he's picking up where he left off without missing a beat. And it's such a luxury for Sam Darnold when there's nothing open downfield, you can dump it off to Christian McCaffrey. So get like five, six yards.
3: So the other thing is with the Jets, tons of injuries, tons, tons You're probably of big about
0: injuries. About
3: so the difference is if the Jets go five, 11, four and 12 this year, it's not because of what the problems were last year. It's because of injuries. Well. Because you got – well, I'm not saying they're going to, you know, <laughs> the world and be seven. They're, you know, be in the playoff spot. But yeah. now you got injuries. Carl Lawson, Vinny Curry, LaMarcus Joyner out for the year. Uh, Mekhi Beckton's out a couple weeks. Uh, they just lost their punter, Brandon Mann. Did you say LaMarcus Joyner? Mark Joyner out for the year, Yep.
0: But, I mean, the biggest one, I think, is Mekhi back then, because you're looking for a big step forward in year two. He had a great rookie season, and now the dislocated kneecap and the sprained MCL, it leaves some question marks because it's six to eight weeks. Take a look after eight weeks. If he's not able to come back, you definitely want to get him in some snaps this year, but you definitely don't want to rush him back because you're not going to be in a position to win. I mean, it, this is a growing year for the New York Jets. Um I will say this. The first half of Zach Wilson didn't impress me at all. He hung onto the ball a little too long, tried to still make some plays with his legs. Didn't quite work. Second half for Zach Wilson looked a little bit more poised, was doing a good job against the Panthers defense that I'm not very high about. Um, but he put him in a position to at least kick an onside kick and try to come back in the game. I mean, rookie quarterback first game, he, he fared better than I thought he would. When it comes to rookie quarterback performances this week, um, I think Mac Jones did okay. I think Trevor Lawrence did okay later in the game. Zach Wilson later in the game.
3: Do you know that Zach Wilson is the first Jets rookie quarterback to lose their first game?
0: Maybe it's a sign of things changing.
3: <laughs> maybe. Maybe that means he'll actually be good. Maybe that'll tell you something.
0: Yeah, maybe it will. But uh, Fields, I thought, had a good game, and I thought Trey Lance had a good game. Those two, a little bit different scenarios, getting a limited role. Um, but yeah, out of the ones who actually started games, I think Zach Wilson did the best out of the three. Next game we will look at. We have oh, this was this was a fun game for Eric. Since he beats Minnesota 27 24. And let's say it all came down to overtime and
3: a Dalvin Cook. Was it a fumble that gave the ball back to Cincy? Okay, you, you want to hear something? Yep. I never saw the play. I was on mm. the I was driving home from Richmond. I was listening on the radio. I d I didn't even see the play. So, I, I can't tell you. Of course, the Vikings announcers are going to say it's not a fumble. But, yeah. again, when you take off the rose-colored glasses, I don't know. Underdogs had a big
0: week this week. Home dogs especially mm. were very good. Um, Bengals win this game in overtime. I found it, I've found i heard an interesting stat about the Cincinnati Bengals. In their franchise history, they have not scored an offensive touchdown in overtime. Ever defensive they have but if they're not they're when they get the ball in overtime they're not scoring a touchdown they're kicking a field goal and as time expired like i'm there rooting for the tie of course because you have to since he pulls off the upset win at home against the minnesota team that's i mean expected to contend for a playoff spot here since he is kind of a wild card you don't know joe burrow protection it didn't look great but it wasn't bad jamar chase had the big touchdown the Joe best Mixon thing was after was the game, Joe Burrow gets in that uh, post-game press conference, and right after Jamar chases, Chase is leaving the podium. He goes, I thought he couldn't catch anything. <laughs> Mixon looked good. Mixon did look good. Uh, you know who else looked good? Banged up a little bit during the game, though. You know who else I thought looked good? Oh, Kirk Cousins. On the losing end.
3: On the losing end. Look, look good, though. T. Higgins looked good. T. Higgins is good. T. Higgins is very good. Good <laughs> player. They're going to have a
0: top three wide receiving core in the next three years. Between Boyd, Higgins, and Chase, when they really grow into their own, that's going to be quite
3: the receiving core. All they're missing is a tight end. Yeah. Who is it now? C.J. Uzoma. It's still C.J. Uzoma? It's still
1: him, yeah. Like, in
3: my
0: mind, I knew C.J. Uzoma, but I didn't think he was still there. No, he's still there. There's a part of me that really wants it to be Tyler Croft and uh, Tyler Eifert again. Tyler Cross with the Jets now. Yeah, I know. I found that out on Sunday. (laughs) That's one of those players I found out where he was. Jets is a good spot for him. Next game. This is one of the two teams that impressed me over the weekend.
3: The Arizona Cardinals beat down on the Tennessee Titans 38-13. I I bet
2: the Titans, so I was very upset. Same.
3: In the words of Tony, that was a shit-rocking. Yeah, shit-rocked. I mean.
2: Murray looked amazing. He was getting out of it. Stock
0: pace for 85 sacks. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> five second game will do that. But the he hottest is. take from the Monday after the Sunday was, man, the Cardinals are the best team in football, and Who's there saying? is nothing around the league or in that game that tells me
3: otherwise at the moment. Did yeah. you see the jump in Kyler Murray's MVP odds? Uh, Thirty
0: five hundred to 1,800. 1,
3: 1, yeah, I. They played really well. The
0: defense was there again with the Tennessee offense. It didn't look like. It didn't look like it was flowing. Julio Jones and Ryan Tannehill got to get on the same page here
3: if they want any kind of success throughout the awful season. Awful team from Derek Henry, too.
0: Yeah, but when yeah, it comes to the wide receiver two position, same. when it comes to the wide receiver two position, yeah, there is no argument Julio Jones possesses more skill than Corey Davis, but the amount of skill in the world really can't make up for chemistry. Ryan Tannehill and Corey Davis had chemistry. They were working good on the field together. They decided to replace Julio Jones and there were some struggles in in week 1 admittedly so but arizona kyler murray looked good
2: he was getting out of situations that i didn't expect him to like he would be he would have three defensive linemen around him and somehow get out of it and make a throw yeah
0: what, what do you have four passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown yeah that's crazy
2: he went off i do
0: like listen I, even at plus 1400 i still kind of like those odds for the mvp yeah. i do
3: I, I, Winston went up a lot too. I liked them at plus 3,500.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Winston went from plus 5,000 to like plus 1,500. I don't know about the Saints. I don't know.
0: I still don't know. We'll get to them in a second. We'll get to them when we break down the game, but I still don't know about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, next game, man, the Detroit Lions this year might be the kings of the backdoor cover. They win 41 33, cover whether you had eight and a half, nine and a half. A late two point conversion gets the cover for you. And listen, San Fran looked good to start the game. The kind of trade off at the end. I was impressed by the way the Detroit Lions played. Nobody expected them to go out there and be world beaters. I was impressed by the way the Detroit Lions played. And to
2: even still put up thirty three points against a good San Francisco team. Yeah, like it showed that they could really put up their own uh, or like hold up on their own against good teams.
0: Yeah. Uh, from a San Francisco point of view, I do think there is a point where Trey Lance takes over the reins. Not, I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo played bad at all, but when Trey Lance was in, it just added another dynamic to the offense. On the defensive side of things, Jason Verrett torn ACL out for the season. I do think they need to make the call to Richard Sherman and get him back in a Niners uniform. Most
3: stirred out for the year, too. Most out for the year uh, as well, yeah. but they
0: are so deep at running back. Trey Sermon was a scratch.
3: Yeah. And apparently he's reason. not going to be playing anytime soon. Why? I don't know. Everybody's talking about this Eli Mitchell guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, Zach, I understand you just traded for him in a fantasy league today. Yeah, but I know. You, you, have, you have to realize that in three <laughs> weeks, it will be a different San Francisco running back. I know. You've never I heard know. of. They still have yeah. Jermichael Hasty. Yeah. I don't know. They do. The Jermichael Hasty week is coming.
3: It is. We'll deal can, with that I when we get there. I can see it there. in the distance. I try, I just traded away Trey Sermon in one of my leagues. But
0: yeah, I mean Detroit. Detroit impressed me. Jeff Okuda after the season, though, that's a big loss.
3: He was very disappointing his first year in Detroit.
0: Yeah, and he had a. Before he got injured yesterday, he was struggling. He was getting an earful from Dan Campbell and the coaching staff. I love the way Dan Campbell handles himself on the sideline.
3: Hey, that man brings so much um, energy, guys. And the, the man Campbell. The Michael Hasty is ahead of Trey Sermon right now in the depth chart. Yeah, I, I don't
0: know. Whoa, Dan Mohammed Sanu. Really? He's still there? He should be a Texan. <laughs> he should be a Texan. Him, Brashad Perriman, they should be Texans.
3: Dave D4, Jordan Wells, Maurice Hurst. This is a weird roster, too. Oh, they got Josh Norman. That's right.
0: Yeah. They still need that, another cornerback.
3: That's your apparently your replacement for. Jason Verrett? no,
0: no. Next game we'll look at. This game was a game we all picked the losing side of it. The Pittsburgh uh... Steelers go in to Buffalo (sighs) and Buffalo's
2: offense looked terrible.
3: You know, again, another victim of no preseason snaps together. Yeah, good, good for Pittsburgh and also good for TJ Watt for getting the fucking bag. Oh, my God. He got
0: paid four years, 112.
2: That's insane.
0: That's a crazy contract for him. But, I mean, he's worth it. But let's talk about the Steelers. Every I I had him basic. I know Trish was talking mad shit about Big Ben's noodle arm.
1: Yep. Still is. Yeah. Listen, he still has a noodle arm. After all
0: that whole game, there's one play that sticks out to me. It was like second and ten. Big Ben drops back, got nobody, and he decides, man, I'm going to run. And he ran for perhaps the most painful six yards I have ever seen in my life that ended with him not sliding, just falling down. And then he got up and he was limping. In true what do you ben think?
1: Did he, did he look skinnier to you?
0: He kind of does look a little slimmer. You don't notice it in pads. You notice it more in the suit in the postgame. He is a little slimmer.
3: Do you guys see that Najee Harris was on the field for every offensive snap? As a Najee Harris fantasy football owner, Same. I love that. I'm a big. Fan. I love that.
1: I don't yeah. care. That, yeah.
3: I don't care. That also, like six points. I'm thrilled that he was on the field for everything. Touches I was are gonna about to say. Also,
1: as a Najee Harris fantasy football owner, what the fuck? <laughs> give him <laughs> the ball. Yeah. Give him.
0: <laughs> don't. First don't NFL worry. game. I mean, first NFL game. You saw it in
3: some plays. He was still trying to bounce stuff outside. Trish, and he's
0: doing things that work in college. It's just not going to work in the pros.
3: Trish, don't worry. He's going to get fed eventually. Just give no, it some yeah. time. He will, he
1: will get yeah, fed. He's got to. Well, you know, I have him in the big leagues, so I'm I, confident for the next couple of years.
0: Bill's disappointed week one. Um, I'm hoping they bounce
1: back week two against Miami.
0: Yeah, they're still a very good team. Miami's Miami looked look good too, but they're still a very good team. They're still a very good team. And listen, it's just nobody's been playing together. There's no continuity right now. Nobody knows what anybody's doing. It's the stuff you develop in weeks of practice leading up to games, and just nobody decided to do training camp this year correctly. It's also been two weeks since the last preseason action. It's different this year. Next game, we're going to look at uh, Philly goes into Atlanta and trounces the Falcons. The Falcons are the worst team in football.
3: You cannot change my mind. I I can. not I called this this Philly, yeah, uh,
1: this Philly. Yeah,
0: one. I, like, I would say this Eagles win is impressive. Like, when I say teams that impressed me, there was it was only the Cardinals exiting Sunday. But, like, man, it's the Falcons. They look bad. Like, And really? this is supposed to be 2.0 of the offense. Calvin Ridley is going to be the number one receiver. He had, like, five fantasy points. Kyle Pitts is going to be the big man in the middle. He dog shit like nothing.
1: He was dog shit.
3: Do you know who Atlanta's starting running back was? Mike Davis. Cordero it? Patterson. I'm a fan of that. I'm a big Cordero Patterson believer. I love, Cor- love Cordero Patterson. I miss Cordero Patterson.
0: There was a rumor in the offseason he was going to be a giant, and I was all for that instead of the, uh, Devonta Booker. But, like, Atlanta's just Atlanta, you know? That's and the- first-year head coach, what's his name? Arthur
3: Smith. Arthur Smith, first year coach Arthur Smith in his post-game who, press conference, like, yeah, I did a bad job not getting the team ready. Like, really? Who Tony and I have said this entire summer he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans, the easiest job in the world would yeah. being offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. He tried to bring that offense
0: <laughs> to Atlanta, I said, hey, Derrick Henry running the ball 35 times a game. We're going to hand it to Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson 35 times a game. And when Cordell Patterson and Mike Davis don't break that initial tackle behind the line of scrimmage and just get hit at the line or two yards behind it, it's like, okay, this offense is not going to work. <laughs> this is the last year of Matt Ryan in Atlanta.
3: And it's it got to be.
0: be. It should have been last year. They should have taken Trey Lance.
3: I think it's the last year Matt Ryan in Atlanta, depending on – They should have taken Justin Fields. It That's depends it. on where, you know, where they finished in the standings. Right now, it's looking like the bottom. Dude,
0: they are so much worse than every other team in that division. And Let the, the, the thing it. that is their downfall is their belief in Matt Ryan.
3: Let me ask you guys this. Are they a low-key sleeper destination for Aaron Rodgers?
0: No. 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 Too much... <laughs> Too much losing, I think. I mean... If this season goes as bad as we're talking about it going, then uh, then
3: yeah, then no.
2: They're looking they're for not a position
0: to win. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers wants to go to a contender. When it comes to Aaron team? Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is going to want to enter a position where the team is built around him. and They're a quarterback away Denver, Denver, New York.
2: That would be insane. The that Giants. Would be so nice.
0: Apparently, there was rumors. I didn't days. even
2: think about that.
0: You can make the. You can definitely make the argument if Aaron Rodgers plays to the Daniel Jones on Sunday, the, the Giants beat the Broncos.
3: There was rumors yeah. about Philly. Yeah, but man. I, you, you want another possible place? I they're was kind thinking of falling in love with Hurts. I'm kind of falling in love with Hurts. I love Hurts. You, you want a place I'm thinking of? Sure. Washington. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I'm um, a fan of that. I could see that. I love that. Think about that. Him with McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. You got to think about the shockwaves after that too, man. If he goes,
0: Devontae Adams is gone. I'm pretty sure it's as good as gold that Devontae Adams is going to be a Las Vegas Raider. I think he's going to reunite with Derek Carr after this season, after Aaron Rodgers dips from Green Bay and they all dip. I think Devontae Adams is going to be a
3: Las Vegas Raider. What if they both go to the Raiders?
0: No, I don't think, I, I think, I truly believe, because they're going to go like, they're going to fight away, they're like 8-9, and 9-8. Nine, nine and Grooves going to keep his job. Carr's going to keep his job. And they're going to roll out Carr another year. And I think, dude, they need a couple – they need offensive line developed correctly, and they need a true number one wide receiver. They don't have it. Henry Brooks is good. He's and not defense. that. They need defense. De- and defense. But the defense, even last night, not, not terrible. But Devontae Adams, man, would give them such a vertical element.
3: The other name I've heard for Rodgers is New Orleans.
0: I think they're all in on Jameis. Yeah. Because of how, A, their cap situation and how much Jameis is going to cost, going to be far cheaper than Aaron Rodgers. Plus, we'll then, then you have James Jameis longer
2: than Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, the money thing. Next game yeah. we'll look at. Uh, Cleveland jumped out to a big lead against KC, ended up blowing it, losing 33 to 29.
3: This was a phenomenal uh, game to watch. This
0: is the game. Yeah. KC decided not to show up until the second half.
3: Which, I and, mean.
2: Yeah, That's
0: very the Browns. Country. they do no, but the Chiefs do it all the time. But uh, I love the move by Kevin Stefanski, score the opening touchdown and go for two on the opening touchdown. I'm a huge fan of that, make it eight nothing quick. What was it? Was it 15 3 or 15 7? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and Baker had the ball, he had the opportunity to go down there and win the game, and he throws the pick on the final drive, which is just That's the problem with the Browns this season. You look at all the other competition in the AFC.
3: Well, Baker was was hit from behind as well.
0: I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But that, I believe, is going to sum up what this season looks like. They're going to have the ball with the chance to win, but the better team is going to prevail in the end. Against like a KC, against like a Cleveland, the Titans if they get their act together. That's what it's going to be like in the AFC for them.
3: Still, though, feels like this year is is similar for Cleveland than it was for last year. If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it, it's good, but it just doesn't feel like enough to get past the KC when they, when it matters, you know.
3: Yeah, and we kind of knew that going
0: in. Yeah, but they're gonna win. They're gonna win twelve, thirteen ball games, pretty easy, yeah. I think.
1: You think they think take they'll run the through AFC that North this year?
0: Oh yeah, I think they're yeah, run I through that too. division.
3: I do too, yeah. especially with Baltimore's injuries. I think. They have the North on lock now. I the Steelers say, uh, are kind of a
0: wild card for that division. They really are. Yeah. If they so play like they, they did Monday or Sunday,
3: one. Cincinnati is in a way too.
1: Not, I, I wouldn't call
0: Cincinnati in the same way because the Steelers really just beat like the best in football or one you of You saw the, the Steelers do it last year, so you know they're capable. The Bengals, you've never seen do it. So, I mean, the Bengals could be a wild card down the stretch. I just need it to be sustained a little bit what they're doing
3: there. I also think they kind of need a new coach in Cincinnati, too. I don't think Zach Taylor Oh, is it
0: still uh, Zach Taylor? It yeah. is still Zach Taylor. Yeah, he's not a good coach. <laughs> I, I, Granted, better than what they had before in Marvin Lewis, I guess, but I'm not a big Zach Taylor fan. Uh, next game, this is this is this is good for Trish. Um, Trish said he didn't believe in Jameis Winston because he's never seen him do it, and he's seen yeah, Aaron Rodgers do it. That's he why he it. picked. That's why he picked the Green Bay Packers, and then they proceeded to not score a touchdown. Thirty-eight to three. Packers look bad. I wouldn't even say the Saints look that good. The Packers look awful.
1: We were all wrong on this one too. Yep. What do you What yep. do you guys think about the rumors that uh, Rodgers threw the game?
3: I think that's garbage. Oh, that's not true. That would be funny if it was. If it was, what if he that's just true.
2: wants to play like crap until they eventually say, "All right, let's get rid of him." Well, oh, con- he can
3: he can get out of his he's contract here. What's the again, point of playing good, playing bad? Does matter again? You you just truly hate to see that happen, right? Yeah.
1: Well, so think hey, about man, this. you just lost if to Cincinnati.
0: Be... I don't know who's taking that division. Detroit's got a chance. A <laughs> oh, you got time.
1: by Denver. To your point that you just made, if if you are looking at leaving this team and you know you are not going to be playing for them next year. Do you want to play the rest of this season when you know you could walk out right now and make millions of dollars, or you could play this whole season, risk getting injured, and then make less money when you leave the team? You know um, what? I, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to play like shit so that they bench well, you? So you know what I staying? could
3: see happening. I could see Rodgers getting traded at the trade deadline.
0: I can't see that that too. a midseason trade. It depends uh, on.
3: I, well, listen. Let's say. Let's say Denver's. I don't know. A little bit over $500. did not they pull that trigger?
0: Yeah. I don't know if the money would work out midseason, though. You know? With everything? Be the midseason biggest, trades of that size are
3: tough in the national football. It'd be league. the biggest tr- mid-season, midseason trade ever. At but, le- easily since Palmer.
0: When it comes to him not wanting to play, not wanting to risk injury, dude, Aaron Rodgers should walk out there. And his next contract, wherever it may be, is going to be for significantly less than what he's making in Green Bay, I think. He's going to take that route, the Brady route, less money, better team. And he can walk out there tomorrow, tear his ACL, and I think he signed the same contract on the first day of free agency that he would sign as if he wasn't injured. It's a Kevin Durant type thing. Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, still went out there and got that Supermax. Yeah. It's not, I don't think any kind of injury prevents Aaron Rodgers getting the money he wants and where he wants it because an Aaron Rodgers on one leg is better than 22 other starting quarterbacks in the national football league <laughs> but they got to get their act together if I mean they're a team obviously with Super Bowl hopes but can't take anything away from New Orleans Saints I mean they look good I, I'm a big I'm, I believe in Jameis I really want him to be good but when it comes to this win, by how much it was, Green Bay was handing them the ball on the wrong side of the 50. Turnovers galore. Two picks from Rodgers, which is unheard of. Unheard of from that point. This man was
3: MVP last year.
0: I think it's another thing. Their offense didn't look good. How many snaps did Aaron Rodgers and this first-team offense get together in training camp and the preseason? The man didn't show up to like two, three weeks through it. They didn't get a lot. And then the second
3: half, you had Jordan Love for a little bit. Glimpse into the future, I guess. Yeah, Maybe it wasn't a bad idea picking Jordan Love in the first round, knowing how I'm, this was
0: going to go. I'm very excited to see Tampa New Orleans when that happens because that is really going to be a measuring stick game for the New Orleans Saints. Can you compete with the cream of the crop in the division? And James Winston, for that matter, yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's got to prove that he can beat his own team.
0: They will only go as far as Jameis Winston takes them.
3: Remember, Saints are doing this, too, without Michael Thomas.
1: Well, I feel like with I the don't way think that's Jameis that big of a plays... thing. I,
0: they, they don't have any chemistry together. Go ahead, Trish.
1: With the way Jameis plays, he's much more of a deep ball threat. Uh, now, I didn't watch much of the Saints game. I don't know if he was uh, attacking deep very often because you guys said he only had like 148 yards or something. Yeah, 148. Well, I know – in his past, he's much more of a deep ball threat. So, I don't see how Michael Thomas and the Slant King fits into that deep ball threat.
0: I mean, but say what you want about Jameis. He completed 70% of his passes on Sunday. He went 14 for 20. That in itself is a step forward.
1: How many it interceptions really did he None. None. Zero. <laughs> that, that right there is the, the most significant step forward in my eyes. He was accurate
0: as hell in the red zone. Big, big thing yeah. potentially coming for New Orleans. Uh, next game 27 13. Denver beats the Giants in New York. Man, as I a Giants I fan, game. that was just so disappointing. After Sterling Shepard scored that touchdown to make it 7 3, I really thought they had something. You guys, but,
2: misery loves company. And then but the even offense, in the beginning. When uh, they had that that play down the field, like 40 yards to Shepard, yeah. and then right away, they gave it up three and out with a sack to get them out of field goal uh, position. It's just, and even Jones, he throws it to the worst spots. There was one throw where he, they were on like the 25, and he overthrew like two people in the end zone. And there was just yeah, no reason well, to throw it. It's that
0: easy way. to look at Daniel Jones and say, this is Daniel Jones's fault. It's but not all his
2: fault. But I there blame were
0: this loss on two things. Daniel Jones, not being one of them on one side of the ball. The defense couldn't get off the field yeah. when a team like Denver is controlling over 20, no, over 30 something minutes of possession yep. time. You're not going to get on the field. Not going to get into a rhythm. And Almost every Jason down, Garrett, Jason Garrett awful. needs to call better plays. He stretches the offense on that jumped off side that gets yep. the down the sideline. The next play, an incomplete pass happens. Now, next play is a sack. And then on second and 13, he runs a draw.
2: It makes no sense. That gains no yards. And then every first down, you know it's a run. It's the most predictable freaking offense in the league.
0: Goal line on the two, pound the ball. Run it once, didn't work. Okay, fine. Three straight passes.
2: Yep. How it usually goes. Three straight incomplete passes and then field goal. Bullshit. And
0: Denver has a very good defense. They're going to jam up around the goal line, yep. but run through them. Put a damn lineman in the backfield to play fullback and run somebody over. You, you had Zeke in Dallas. You built a living out of it in Dallas. Also, you put a lead blocker for the Saquon. He's going to be able to get a yard.
3: Also, Denver just put Ronald Darby on IR.
0: Yeah, and they then did all this Pat, without
3: Bradley Chubb. Now Pat Sertan is going to be replacing him.
0: I don't think he had that bad of a game. I mean, the, the secondary was a little suspect for Denver. No picks off of Jones, which usually is the thing. They allowed around 270, 280 yards.
3: I'm, I'm a yeah. big Teddy B guy. That, he's a good
0: game manager. He's a yeah. great game manager. He can extend plays.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, there's this narrative that he's not a good quarterback. That's not true.
0: No, he's a good game manager. He's not going to light up the field. No. With like, he's not like, drew lock had that wow arm and you look at where that wow arm could have been on sunday it could have resulted in some turnovers
3: and teddy does not have a wow arm but what teddy can do is these meticulous drives down the field
0: extend plays mm-hmm. nice long seven eight nine minute drives and that's what won them the
3: game on sunday he's gonna win them a lot of games this year so well one of them games in minnesota we'll get one of them games in carolina for that matter too yeah yeah uh, next game, Miami goes into New England, beats
0: the Patriots 17-16. Tua Tagovailoa becomes the youngest quarterback to win a game at Foxborough. I think that was a great game for them. Hey, uh, Trish, what
1: do
3: you think about that? That great stat about Tua. Yeah. Tua turn the ball over? Well, he didn't. didn't. You don't
0: like him because he's lefty. Man,
3: I don't like him because never... he's lefty. I throw lefty. Ugh. There you go.
1: Ugh.
0: But yeah, so let's power through the last two of these. Uh, Sunday Night Football, 34-14, Rams beat the Bears. I I don't I don't see a way you could keep starting Andy
3: Dalton. No.
2: Yeah. No. Uh, I
3: don't know course. why what they did. Doing? I mean, two good, two good games. Give him a three, shot. Three games for Matt Stafford. Loved that throw to Cooper Cup. Yep. He made Eddie Jackson look silly on that play. I
0: love the throw to Van Jefferson. That one too. Oh.
1: Listen, and- I just want him to keep throwing to Cooper Cup all season because I have Cooper Cup in fantasy, so. Just keep but
0: Real quick with the Bears. I mean, when Justin Fields came in, the defense for the Rams was a little spread out, resulting in a touchdown on that one play. He just adds another element Andy Dalton does not have. And there's a point that game was close. Start the second half. Justin Fields is playing, might be a different game.
3: The other thing I like what um I like what Dave Montgomery is doing.
0: Yeah, good game for him, too.
3: Also familiar just blew the safe. Of course.
0: <laughs> Monday night football. Raiders beat the Ravens 33-27. This is the other team that impressed me over the weekend. Great game. Uh, oh, man, that was that was a great game. Monday Night Football, the start of the year, the last couple of years, has been great. Uh, Lamar, when it when he needed to most, he turned the ball over. And granted, he had a decent game outside of that. But when it comes to the moment, you're going to remember it's the fumble in overtime. If they punt that ball away, it gives them the opportunity to fight for another day, maybe force a three now and get the ball back in overtime. But... Really, what can you say about Derek Carr? I mean, that drive with 35 seconds left to set up the game-tying field goal, it, it was a great game from him, great game from the Raiders. It, that new stadium is gorgeous. It was nice seeing uh, Mark Davis in the box with uh, Charles Woodson and Ryan Reeves,
3: the eventual who's Super a New Bowl. York
0: Ranger now, not even a goal of the night.
3: The eventual Super Bowl there. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I'm ready for it.
0: All right, let's go to my Week 2 Power tiers. If you're not familiar with the power tiers, here's how they work. i got to find them. Here they are. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories. Contender, borderline contender, playoff team, team playing better than the record, team playing worse than the record. Meh, bad, and Spencer Rattler. Uh, We'll start off at the contender tier. It goes from two teams to three. Bucks and Chiefs retain their position. Seahawks thrown into the contender tier. Uh, Borderline contender goes from five to four. Browns retain their position. Cardinals jump in. Rams jump in. Seahawks. Uh, not Seahawks. Saints jump in. I say borderline because I don't know what James Winston will turn out to be, but I think it's going to be something really good. Playoff team. Uh, we got the Cowboys, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Niners, the Steelers, the Packers, the Titans, and the Raiders jump off the playoff tier. Uh, for teams playing better than their record, these are three 0-1 teams who were playing better than 0-1 teams, maybe deserved to win some aspects of the game last week. I got the Detroit Lions, the Washington football team, and the New England Patriots. Teams playing worse than their record. This is a 1-0 team. I thought maybe didn't live up to a 1-0 performance. Got the Carolina Panthers. In your meh category, we got the Eagles, the Bears, the Broncos. The Texans jump up from Spencer Rattler to meh. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Indianapolis Colts fall down a lot. In the bad tier, we go from six teams to three. We got the Jaguars, the Jets, and the Giants. And in your Spencer Rattler tier, we have the Atlanta Falcons because he will be coming to save that franchise because Matt Ryan is not the answer. Sorry, Arthur Blank. Sorry, Atlanta Falcons franchise. You wasted whatever was good for Matt Ryan in somehow one half of football and Matt Ryan is no longer the answer. Matt Ryan went from guaranteed Hall of Famer at halftime of that C- of that Falcons-Patriots game to, man, what could have been Matt Ryan by the end of that game.
3: That game just ruined that franchise.
0: Also, worst jerseys in football, which doesn't make it any better. But let's go to our Week 2 picks. Should be another exciting week of football. This week... Nobody was perfect. Nobody was bad. John was the worst going eight and eight. Uh, Next, we had three people go nine and seven. That's Zach, Trish, and Tom. And then 10 and six was myself and Eric. 41 incorrect picks. That brings the pool up to $10.25 on the season. We'll start off with Thursday night football. The New York Giants travel to Washington to take on the football team. John has Washington. I am done picking the Giants for the rest of the season. I'm taking Washington at home, Tom. Yeah, I'll take the Giants. You're taking the Giants, okay? Actually, no, no, I gotta take Washington. Okay.
1: Trish, I'm taking the Giants. Eric, I've never once picked the Giants on the show. I know. I know. Eric,
0: you
3: mean Giants here? oh my no
2: thank you eric <laughs>
3: is it, is is it
0: only the because giants? it's
2: washington no don't talk Jones for me tony don't speak for me all right i yes i'm with trish i haven't picked it against the giants on the podcast but after seeing that debacle on sunday in person i'm taking the washington redskins for this game football team, football team. oh sorry <laughs> football team
0: that game oh, is well. only on the NFL Network Thursday, and granted, you wouldn't want to put that on a major network anyway.
3: No, actually, is it on Amazon
0: Prime too. I don't. I know. thought I that think started it, in I October. Think it's only but... on
3: the NFL Network.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: because that I think they start doing the Amazon stuff in Except October.
3: Except if you're out of market. Except if you're out of market, it's on yeah. Fox. So
2: it should be. No, no, no. If you if you're
0: out of market, it's on the NFL Network. It's not being broadcast really? on Fox. If you're in market, and for it's also being broadcast on NBC Four. In New well, York. I don't know. I can't say say about Washington. Whatever their affiliate is that's picking up the game, we'll probably pick it up. Probably whatever picks up their preseason games because that's what it is for the Giants. Fox announcers and everything. Fox is not broadcasting the game on any of their networks. I'm watch Washington, NBC. It's still the Fox announcers. It doesn't change. Wow. Okay. I'm going to pick up what whatever feed is ahead of the other. Uh, one o'clock on CBS. The New England Patriots go into MetLife Stadium to take on the Jets. John taking the Patriots on the road. I'm taking Mac Jones, to get his first win here. Tom? I'm going to take the Patriots. Trish?
3: Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. Eric? Come on, it's a Patriots Jets game.
0: Yeah. Taking not the Jets. Zach? Yeah.
2: Taking the Patriots for sure.
0: Clean sweep for the Pats. 6 0. Majority picks last week, uh, by the way, went 8 8. One o'clock on CBS, uh, the Denver Broncos go to Jacksonville take on Urban Meyer and the Jack Wars. I won't even say Trevor Lawrence because the circus right now is revolving around Urban Meyer. John taking the Broncos on the road. This could be a good week for road teams. Give me the Broncos. Tom? Broncos. Trish?
3: Broncos. Eric? I like Denver.
2: Uh, Zach? Looks like we're all going Denver.
3: Another clean sweep. Man, clean sweep's already in week two, huh? One
0: o'clock on Fox. This is a weird game to be on Fox, an AFC matchup, an AFC East matchup on Fox. We got Buffalo going down to the warmth of Miami to take on the Dolphins. John taking the Bills on the road. I'm also taking the Bills on the road. I think a big bounce-back week coming for Josh Allen. Tom, what do you think? I'll take the
1: Bills. Trish? I'm hoping and praying that Josh Allen throws six touchdowns. Let's go, Bills. (laughs) Eric? Give me Miami in an upset.
0: Okay. I I don't mind that pick. Uh, Zach?
2: Yeah, I'm taking Miami as well.
0: Oh, okay. Two picks for Miami, 4-2 in favor of the Bills, though. Uh, Next game, we got 1 o'clock on Fox. The San Francisco 49ers go to Lincoln Financial Field to take on the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts, all the rage right now. He is the guy in the NFL. Everybody's having the most fun around Jalen Hurts, it seems like, Uh, this new age of quarterback that we have. With that being said, John is taking the Niners on the road. I'm also taking the Niners on the road. I think uh, I think you see a big game out of Trey Lance here. Tom? I take the Niners here.
3: Trish? Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. Eric? I really want to see Trey Lance start this game. I'm going to go Niners.
0: Zach?
2: It's tough. Uh, if I, I'll go San Francisco for sure. So Niners in a Another sweep.
3: sweep. Fuck it, this is tough I'm going to go San Francisco yeah. for sore.
0: <laughs> One o'clock on Fox The Los Angeles Rams go to Indy To take on the Colts Who struggled mightily last week And if you didn't know any better You would think Matt Stafford was a Ram For the better part of the last 10 seasons um, John taking the Rams I'm taking the Rams on the road as well Tom? Yeah, I got the Rams
1: Trish? Yeah, I'll take the Rams
0: Eric?
3: I'll go Rams here. I had another Zach. clean
2: sweep.
0: Oh, another one for the Rams. This is this is an easy week to pick. It seems like again, we're basing a lot
3: of this off of one week of football. Yeah, week one. I mean, some of it, but yeah, to be some fair, of it. Other, you know, it's like a lot of these games we kind of knew like going in. Uh, one o'clock on CBS, the Raiders going to Pittsburgh to
0: take on the Steelers. John has the Steelers. I think I'm going to take the Raiders here. Tom? Who do the Raiders have again? The Steelers in Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers. I think Max Crosby is going to have another terrific game and cause some havoc for Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Trish? Yeah, he was getting through that Baltimore line, like it was nothing, and just piecing up Lamar Jackson. Like everywhere. a hot knife through like, butter. It was bad. Like, some With that of being plays, said, you're, you're taking the untouched. Steelers? No, I'm absolutely taking the Raiders here. Let's ride. Uh, Eric?
3: Who didn't Max Crosby target on the line more than anyone? Alejandro Villanueva. Steelers. Former Steelers, Former Steelers. offensive lineman. With that said, give me Pittsburgh. Oh, no fun. You're no fun.
2: Zach? I'm riding with the Raiders. I was all, all right. on them last week.
3: So. Listen, listen, you can't say I'm no fun. I picked the Raiders last week, and then everybody hopped on. <laughs> you picked them at home. It's different. Go out on a limb. Pick up on the road. Uh, so Sorry, Eric. I believe three, I picked three. them before you. No, I picked them first. I, I know for better than first.
1: I picked before you every time. What? That's true. That's well, true. Mm-hmm. That he picked before pick you every before time. You.
0: John picked the Ravens. That's the one I read first last week. I changed my picks from, from Ravens to Raiders. One o'clock on Fox. The Bengals going to Chicago to take on the Bears. John taking the Bengals on the road. I, I think we see Justin Fields in the second half. I, I got the Bears at home. Trish? I'm taking the Bengals.
3: Okay. Tom? I'm taking the Bears. Eric? Biggest Bengal fan this week. Go since since went
2: winning. I mean Bengals Jack- on the road.
3: Okay,
0: so 4-2 in favor of the Bengals here. Bengals becoming a little bit of a fan favorite. Room for the Bengals each week. 1 o'clock on CBS, the 1-0 Texans going to Cleveland to take on the 0-1 Browns, so that means the Texans are better than the Browns. Uh, John's taking the Browns at home. Uh, I'm taking the Dog Pound uh, in their home opener. Tom? I'm taking the Browns. As much as I want to take the Texans, too. Trish?
1: I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to take the Texans. I if, know the Texans win, move,
0: but... if the Texans win, they're for real. I don't care what anybody says.
1: No, that's true.
3: Eric? Who? You guys see the spread on this game? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's Browns 12 and a half.
1: Well, oh that's insulting.
3: Man, that's I'm taking Houston with the spread I'm taking there. Houston too. That's I'm a Cleveland Oh, my God. God. I'm Cleveland winning, but that's not a bad spread for Houston. Yeah,
2: it's a good spread. Zach, what do you got in this game? Moneyline. Uh, money line. I'm taking the Browns at home for sure. I yeah,
3: think they I would come back. The Brown- yeah, I'd say Browns safe that money line. Five one here in favor of the Browns.
0: Last of the one o'clock games in Carolina. The Saints. Jameis Winston going on the road uh into a Carolina team that just won against the Jets. I think. I think Jameis has another solid performance this week. I, John's with me. We're both taking the Saints. Tom, I think I got to take the Saints. Trish,
1: yeah, I'm gonna ride with the Saints too. Eric? Give me Noah.
2: Saints sweep. All right. Give me the Saints.
0: First of the 4 o'clock games in Arizona, the Minnesota Vikings going to the big toaster in the desert to take on Kyler Murray and them boys. John is taking the Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals, too. They impressed me a lot last week. I think they roll over Minnesota, Tom. I got the Cardinals. Trish?
1: Yeah, the Cardinals.
0: Are you starting to believe in Kyler Murray?
1: No, not yet. I need okay. to see more. Listen, that was one really good game. I loved that, but I need to see more. He's still really short.
0: Okay.
2: So is Russell Wilson.
1: I don't want to hear it. He's shorter than Russell Wilson. We've been Why like an inch. Not doesn't even. matter. He's still shorter. <laughs> Eric. Go so Arizona.
3: And by the way, this is the lowest over/under for the rest of Sunday at fifty-one
0: oh 51 it comes down to whether or not the vikings can score 20 points in my eyes
3: well the rest of it i mean the other over-unders are like 54 54 and a half 55 52 just out of curiosity
0: what is the giants washington over under 40 and a half oh man
2: gotta go under
0: that's that's such a low number zach are you taking the cardinals or the vikings
2: Uh, i'm taking the cardinals
0: clean sweep for the cards We've all started to believe here in Arizona and it took one week. Um 405. Okay. A- Atlanta, Tampa, Fox. I
2: Well did you guys see what uh Brady did this week? Oh yeah. Do you see that? With his video that he made? Yeah. With three twenty eight
3: background. So he recorded a video about celebrating the win, but he set his clock to three twenty eight. <laughs>
2: and had it right over his shoulder as he was talking. If-
0: Anybody who's picking the Falcons, say something now. Next game, 425 on CBS. Titans go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, and I, I don't think after that performance last week. I think they played better this week. I don't think they beat Seattle in Seattle. G- give me the Seahawks here. Tom? Give me the Hawks. Oh, you're not believing in your Titans anymore, huh? Russell Wilson weeks one to five is literally the greatest quarterback ever. Is. Yeah. That's true.
3: Trish,
1: yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks.
3: Eric, going Seattle. The spread for this is Seahawks minus five.
2: A good spread.
0: Yeah, That's- I think I like that. Yeah,
2: Zach. Yeah, give me Seattle at home, man. You can't you can't take Russell Wilson out at uh at home.
0: Seahawks in a sweep last year. Sunday day games. We got Dallas going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. John taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Cowboys on the road. Dak Prescott just looked too good last week. Uh, Chargers struggled a little bit. Give me the Cowboys on the road, Tom. Yeah, I got the Cowboys.
3: Trish?
1: No, I'm riding with John. Give me the Chargers.
3: Eric? Dallas Cowboys. Zach?
2: Give me the Chargers.
0: Another tie. Third one of the season. Late game. Sunday Night Football should be a good one. In Baltimore, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be such a fun game to do next touchdown on. Oh yeah. I'm going to have a field day with this. This is going to be high scoring. John taking the Chiefs on the road. I like the Chiefs on the road. What's the
3: overrunner in this game, Eric? Over under is 54 and a half. Give
0: me the over. I thought give, it was going to be higher than that. Give me over
3: 54. Now, I will say this, the the Cowboys Chargers over under is 55 and a half.
0: Give me that over too.
3: Yeah, honestly. Over
1: city?
0: Yeah. Tom, what do you like here, Chiefs or Ravens? Chiefs.
1: Trish? Yeah, give me the Chiefs.
3: Eric? I like the Chiefs.
2: Zach? Give me the Chiefs.
0: Chiefs in a sweep. Oh, man, that makes me feel worse about just talking up the Chiefs right there.
1: And then, listen, I think the Chiefs have a 10 times better defense than the Raiders. And if Baltimore couldn't even beat them, how in the hell are they going to beat the Chiefs? It's true. That's true.
3: That's how I'm looking at it. Wait until you guys see the money night
1: game. Oh, I'm a huge fan of this. I'm going to make money
0: on this one, too. Devontae Adams' next touchdown is going to be a lock the whole damn night. They
3: score a touchdown.
0: They're going to score a touchdown against the Lions, Zach. The Lions in the Lambeau field to take on the Packers Monday night football. And I love how uh, the Monday night promo for this, they like peg this as a good game. It's not.
2: If Jared Goff
0: can somehow win, I'd be so happy. Tom thinks the Lions perennially get screwed when they play Green Bay. I don't think. I know. Okay. John taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. Tom, are you taking the Lions? No, they're going to get screwed over again. Packers. All right. Trish.
1: Give me the Lions. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. After what they did last week. Big Rogers guy. Yeah, I am. But known Big Rogers guy. Bro, after what he did last week, he's tanking, bro. I'm telling you. Eric, are you gonna be as bold as Trish? (laughs) No.
3: Give me the Packers at Lambeau. Zach, did Trish convince you?
2: He didn't have to convince me. I knew my answer before he said something. I think Aaron Rodgers has another shitty week, and I think there's a lot of distractions in that locker room right now, and I think the, the Lions take their first win. Attaboy, notable eh? better
0: teams. Notable better teams nobody picked. Baltimore. <laughs> but we're all taking the Lions here against Green Bay.
2: Yep. <laughs> Titans. Okay. Still picked the Titans. And the Knights a different nobody animal. Picked
0: the Titans, and they're better than Detroit. Like, Nobody picked the Colts. I'm pretty sure
1: they're better than Detroit. Yeah, but they're not playing Green Bay.
3: Listen, I, I'm not saying my team's great, but I think we're better than Detroit. And Nobody picked Nobody picked the Vikings. Again, they're not I'm all playing out the Green Vikings Bay. No, they're not, they I'm were not playing Green Bay. Maybe I'd pick them. I'm not saying they're better than Green Bay. I'm saying they're better than Detroit. No, I understand, but they're not playing Detroit either. Also, if, if you guys are curious for spreads, Lions plus
1: 11.
0: Give me I Packers do, minus. 11. I do
2: like that.
1: Give me the Packers minus 11. Yeah, give me the Lions plus uh, granted. I know that I know the Lions
0: are a backdoor cover. I know it. Garbage with Time
1: Jared Goff is unmatched. It's almost like Garbage said, Time, Matt Ryan. With that said, watch the
3: first episode of Cash It. With Tony and Zach.
0: So, real quick here before we go, I want to ask Zach this. Zach, did Francisco Lindor really want any of that smoke from Giancarlo Stanton?
2: I think he did. Really? I think he did.
0: He was trying to get it, his his looking... huh?
2: Well, according to them, the Yankees started it. I don't know what the whistling was about. I didn't really look into that too yeah, much. Yeah, it started with the, one of Lindor's home runs. He
0: was motioning toward the Alfie. He was doing the whistle. He said none of that. And as Stanton's rounding second, he stops his home run trot to say something to Francisco Lindor. Well, yeah, yeah, in the middle yeah, of did. it. And then you got Lindor and Baez going like this when people started hopping over the dugout rail, specifically Garrett Cole who was over the rail and they asked yeah. about it. He's like, yo, we can't leave Stanton out there alone, which I love. But
1: I, I also think when needs to remember that Stanton hits every single whole room, 700 feet with just yeah, his arms,
0: like, he will just pound him arms. into the dirt without even thinking <laughs> it one wrong move from Lindor. And he is the new second base at City field.
1: That dude's I mean, built you wouldn't like
0: wreck see
2: that fight though. Like,
0: Oh, I totally would. I would dude. Rugnet Odor knocked out Jose Bautista. He's yep. going to beat the hell out of Francisco Lindor. Also, yeah.
3: also I'm so here for Toronto.
0: Yeah, they're going to be hosting a wild card game. It's going to be great. The AL wildcard game is going to be in the north. Granted, whether they play the A's, the Yankees, the Red Sox, they're the going
3: to Mar- lose because they're the Blue Jays.
2: Well, if they play the Yankees, they'll, they'll win. The
3: Blue Jays have not lost a wildcard game. Last time played,
0: Zach. If what? the Yankees play in a wild card game, there'll be one more playoff game than the Mets play in.
2: Yeah, listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> that doesn't mean that that twenty five dollar bet I made with you that the Yankees won't make it out of the division round isn't going to happen. I forgot I made that bet. I'll
0: just pay it off on the five hundred bet that we made. No worries there. It'll be all. It's all gravy.
2: No, I'm going to get that too. Don't worry. <laughs> what ten dollars? <laughs> no, I'm getting the five hundred.
0: Oh, that one—the World Series one.
3: Yeah. No, so, you're not. It took four years, but the Devils have won the Jimmy V C sweepstakes. Mm, Jimmy VC's
0: is a New Jersey Devil on the tryout, but like sweepstakes. Played the long game with it. I hate that team. Um, what else did we miss? Did we miss
3: anything else big? Well, we wanted to talk a little bit about Clay Helton at USC, but that was.
0: Yeah, I mean, USC's a joke of a program. It's one of those Notre Dame, Texas a- types.
2: All the quarterbacks love to go to the Jets.
3: What a fall from grace for USC, though.
0: Who would they lose to? They lose to UCLA, Stanford. Stanford, that'll do it. Um, I didn't
1: see the score. I though. don't.
3: I also don't believe this talk that Eric enemy could leave the Chiefs and go there. They lost forty-two to twenty-eight to Stanford.
2: Why would you lose? Why would you leave the Chiefs to go to a college, football especially
0: game? mid-season?
2: Yeah, no, I way.
0: can't see that move. I no really reason. can't. Although I would be interested to see. What that offense would look like without Eric Bienemy calling plays and having a change mid-year
3: like that. Who do you think is going to be the USC head coach? I have no idea. I don't. I also know don't think the they hire full year. They're gonna
0: they're gonna name an interim.
3: It'll be like a, a they already coordinator named, or something. They already named an interim. Oh, who is it? Uh, I believe it's Willie. Somebody Williams. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um. I don't John know. Williams, the first African-American coach, it looks like, at USC.
0: Good for him. Good for him. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to name a former player as the next head coach at USC. Uh, right. Matt Liner, next head coach.
3: Reggie,
1: okay. Reggie Bush. Mark Sanchez.
0: Matt Liner, Reggie Bush is going to be the offensive coordinator. You, OJ Simpson, the defensive. Mark could you Sanchez.
3: Imagine, could you imagine if Pete yes. Carroll goes back? Oh, that would that'd be, be, cool. be, that'd be cool. cool. I could but see that. Really?
0: I could. Especially if Seattle has, like, another unceremonious end to the season. I think he could be gone. I think Russ could be gone,
3: too. I wonder if it is Urban Meyer. Like, I really... I'm sorry, but whatever happened that day was just too coincidental. I could so see it. Not mid-year. But I could so see it after the season. John Wall wants a trade.
0: Eh, eh. Rockets. Give me a break. John Wall has no value. None. Zero zip no and i
3: know and i know this is not sports but i did want to talk about the passing of norm mcdonald today that's just sad man someone that we all love on this podcast
0: La- dude in the 90s on snl when he would just dig into oj simpson lost his job at snl because of it <laughs> he's a goat man
1: great he started the weekend report didn't he or he took it over he yeah, took he over weekend 90s. update. Weekend update's yeah. been going on
0: since the 70s. '70s. Since the '70s, Chevy Chase was the first one, but yeah, but he was probably like the last like really good weekend update anchor. There's been.
3: I don't know. I like Seth
1: Meyers.
0: You did. I wasn't a you huge know, Seth Meyers guy. I like the guys I got now. I can't name them, but I like Colin the guys Jost? I got now.
1: Yeah, Colin Jost and um. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like them. They're funny. No norm, but they're funny.
1: And then every once in a while, for some reason, Pete Davidson just goes on.
3: Big Montreal Canadiens fan, Norm McDonald. Pete Davidson goes on as himself. Did you see the thing with
0: Michael Strahan? Wait a minute here. Before we go, Michael Strahan's out there talking about 9-11 and the 9-11 game after
1: Mm 9-11.
0: He brought a kid out on his shoulders. The kid was Pete Davidson.
1: What? What?
0: That is the craziest story.
1: No way. Is that true? Yes. Because his dad died in the towers?
0: Yeah, they had the, the families, the kids of a bunch of people, and he had a kid on his shoulders, and it was Pete Davidson.
1: That's crazy.
0: That's crazy!
1: <laughs> what are the odds?
0: Yeah, but all right, that's going to wrap this episode. Uh, every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back on Friday for our Sunday spreads. Not a great week last week. Nobody missed them all, nobody made them all either. Also much middle of the pack.
3: If you are at AEW tomorrow or whenever you're listening to this, before Wednesday night, come say hi. I'll be there.
0: Yeah, Eric will be at AEW at the Prudential Center. Kyle's going to PBR. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing uh bull riding at the Prudential Center. Yeah.
2: That's, that's, bull riding is awesome live. That's
0: a hot ticket.
2: I was at Madison Square Garden for
3: that.
0: NASCAR's Work? gonna have your first
3: Yeah, bat, like way back uh in the day. NASCAR is going to have their first exhibition race of the year inside the L.A. Coliseum, by the way.
0: That's sick. I'm a fan of that. That'd be the first time auto racing back at the Coliseum in what? Ever. 50, 60 years?
3: Potentially ever.
0: All right. Well, that's going to wrap this episode. We will see you Friday for an episode of Too Many Men.